Welcome back to the Teen Talk with Podcast. I am your host, Grace Santa Steven, and I am feeling very hyper and very silly right now. I feel like I say that most episodes, but it's like six in the evening and I have loads of energy for whatever reason. So uh <laughs> here we go, I guess. Um I'm going solo today. If you don't know what the podcast is, it's about um it's just essentially teens talking about what they're passionate about, what they love. Um, just talking about, you know, life, and it's pretty cool. So, uh, yes, and I'm your host. <laughs> I told you I'm feeling very silly. If I'm, like, getting off of my, like, if I'm sidetracking a bunch, I'm very sorry. I'm just feeling very silly, very hyper right now. Okay, here we go. Going solo. Today I'm talking about something I would say that I am, like, very, very passionate about. One of the things I'm the most passionate about in my life. Something I want to pursue in my future. Um... And it overall just really means a lot to me. So, here we are. Um, I'm going to be talking about health. Um, I think I want to do, <coughs> sorry, um, like two different podcast episodes about um, health. Uh, I think I want to talk more about my philosophy here. Um, of course, this sort of way of thinking that I have is definitely subject to change. I'm not, you know, I, it, it, health isn't sort of a one-track mind thing. It changes with your body and all of that. So that's what I'm going to talk about. Um, I'm going to preface this by saying that I'm vegan, but I, I don't think that people who eat a normal diet that includes animal products are bad people. Um, I'm not, I try not to be a preachy vegan. I definitely have my opinions on uh, veganism and I guess sort of like the standard diet, but I'm not, I'm not here to ridicule or criticize the way anybody eats because um, that's just, that's, that doesn't do any good, you know. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm more just here to talk about how I feel, where I've come from, all that, because I think it's hard for some people to understand why someone would even consider being vegan so to kind of talk about where I come from with that and elaborate uh, and then talk about how I feel about health in general or I guess more diet in general um, that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna focus on so I've been vegan for three years uh, none of the rest of my family is vegan it's been just me uh, just, just me doing my thing it's I guess it's it's been really good, like, for me to eat a vegan diet, and the reason I went vegan originally was sort of just the aesthetic of it, um, my cousins were vegan, and I kind of saw that, and thought, oh, that's fun, and I started eating more vegan foods, thinking, oh, this is nice, and really that was what, like, the first, I don't know, maybe even just, like, half a month, that's what it really was, it was like, the, you see all the vegans who live in Hawaii and the aesthetic of it, and it was just kind of like, that was what I was going for, but it's definitely evolved since then, because I started doing more research, uh, looking into the health benefits, focusing on sort of how my body was feeling, and thinking about, like, what veganism really was, so, um, since then, to me, it just, like, there isn't a reason not to be vegan, you know, uh, for me, at least, for my moral values and, uh, how I feel, veganism is the best for me in this period in this era of my life um so 
Environmental-wise, obviously, I think a lot of people know the effects meat has on our environment. Um, Health-wise, I just have so much more energy, um, like, just eating this way versus how I was eating. Um, What else? What else? Uh, Animals, of course, I... Uh, I love animals. I'm such a big animal lover and I would never ever want to contribute to factory farming just because that doesn't align with what I believe. Um, and yeah, I don't, that doesn't mean that I think people who aren't vegan are bad people. I understand why people would desire to consume animal products. It's definitely there. And I think if you can do your part, uh, in what you believe, then that's, that's what matters most ultimately. Um, I would like to talk to someone who's not vegan and sort of just uh discuss back and forth about what is why they're not vegan why I am vegan why they don't think they could ever be vegan and uh, the goal wouldn't necessarily be to change their mind similar to sort of how uh like earthling ed does if you know who that is just like goes out on the streets and talks to people and tries to convince them to be vegan essentially um that wouldn't be the goal of it I think that that does a lot more harm than good and oftentimes the like aggressive vegans are the worst thing for veganism because I think that it could be spread and I think that people will realize what the benefit is eventually but right now it's just there are people who don't think that way and that's perfectly fine maybe uh, veganism won't spread and it'll just kind of stay you know it I mean it is spreading but it'll sort of just stay the way it is with like some people vegan and majority of people not I don't know who knows what the world has to offer us in the future so that's that's why I'm vegan just it aligns with me best personally and if that were to change down the road let's say I feel like veganism is affecting my health let's say um I find I don't know I find like a local place that sells eggs and I desire to eat them like that sure sure like people often ask me like if there were to be a local farm that you could like see the cow be milked or see the chickens that lay the eggs and where they live and all of that would you would you have it and it's just like right now my I don't desire to consume animal products in any form at all my dog is barking and I'm very sorry if you can hear her I don't know what she's barking at um so if I were to consume animal products I guess I would want it to be from somewhere where I knew like, where it was coming from, sort of what the conditions were, but ultimately, in this moment, it's just that I don't really want to consume that sort of stuff. Um, personally, I don't think I would ever really want to consume meat ever again, um, just because it's, I don't know, currently in this era of my life, the thought of that is not appealing to me at all in any way, shape, or form. Um, again, that could change, my mind could change, but, and I allow for that, I allow for growth, I allow for, uh, a mind change, a uh, mindset shift, I guess, but right now it's just not sort of how I feel, and that's, that's cool. I'm allowing myself to change my mind if I need to. I think oftentimes people who go vegan are vegan, and a lot of the times I think we see it with the raw vegans. The raw vegan, they're this extreme version of veganism, um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be raw vegan. It could just be very restrictive veganism, which I'll kind of get into how I was I almost went down that path as well, Um, but they do this restrictive vegan thing, or they're water fasting in between, or whatever, they're not taking supplements because they don't think they need to, and then, um, and then they can't sustain it, because there's a way to be a sustainable vegan, there's a way to eat, uh, 
no animal products and feel good it's possible and it's it's done wonders for me I, I don't I don't think it would be perfect for everybody I think everybody's body is different but it's done wonders for me and there's a different it even sustainable veganism looks different for everybody but um oftentimes the extreme ones they're extreme for even if it's like two years and they maybe go more sustainable they have health issues down the road that kind of pop up because of the really restrictive veganism uh I think so I think it's Anna's analysis um on YouTube and on Instagram as well she has a pretty long video about like where vegans have gone wrong and she sort of thinks about veganism the same way I do I think and it's incredibly interesting I'll like maybe put a link in the description of this podcast or something because I quite enjoy that video I've watched it many times and it's like an hour and a half long um I love all of her videos but so like there's just a way to do it that is best personally I think um again I just got sidetracked (laughs) I don't know where I was even going so there is a way to be a sustainable vegan I am vegan because of just morally it makes me feel best Um, but I'm allowing myself to change my mind if I need to I don't think there's anything wrong with eating animal products Uh, everyone in my family eats animal products Um, so yeah I wanted to touch on so basically a lot of people are confused like why vegan why not just vegetarian and the reason is because by eating eggs and dairy you're uh, contributing to the meat industry just because Cows who no longer produce milk go to slaughter. Uh, chickens that no longer produce eggs or whatever, uh, or they're just not considered valuable anymore in the industry, they're sent to slaughter and then they're used for meat. So, oftentimes, you're supporting the industry. If you're supporting the dairy and egg industry, you're supporting the meat industry. They're they're one and the same. They're they're connected and yeah. So that's why veganism. Um, But again, if I desired to eat things like dairy products or eggs ever again, I would uh, try to source like from a local farm um, where I knew how things were being raised. It's just in this moment, I don't desire that. So when I went first went vegan, I was in eighth grade. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah, eighth grade. Um, And I was just I was being a very restrictive vegan again. I think it's because I was more looking at the aesthetics and a lot of the sort of aesthetic vegans are restrictive. So I was eating, like, carrot pasta. Let's, okay, let me just go through, like, a day of eating when I was uh, being really restrictive. I would have, like, a vegan, like, a weird, maybe 100-calorie vegan protein shake, um, but, like, one of the really weird processed ones, and, like, half a grapefruit, uh, and then I wouldn't eat anything, and then for lunch I would have, like, a a salad, but it was, like, just greens with dressing or hummus on it, or then I would... I made this thing where I would, like, peel carrots and put them in a pot and then boil them so they were, like, carrot noodles, and then I would just, like, eat that with seasoning on it, and I do the same thing now with carrots, but I, like, throw some tofu in there, or, you know, like, I I don't just eat shredded carrots (laughs) for for lunch, and then for dinner, I would have whatever my family was having, just, like, a vegan version of it, but I would, like, I just wouldn't eat very much of it, and then that would be all I ate, and I would just, I was drinking, like, loads and loads of tea, it was really, yeah, not good, um, but I was just super restrictive, I lost a lot of weight, um, and it was just really not, not the most ideal way to do veganism, so then ninth grade, I went to, uh, the doctor, well, I guess it was the summer before my freshman year, I went to the doctor, uh, to get cleared to run cross-country, and she basically said, if you keep eating this way, like, 
you're going to end up in a hospital or like you're not going to be able to do cross country. You need to start eating more. So I was um, at the time tracking my calories. So I was making sure I was getting enough food, which is incredibly detrimental to um, just the way you view food for the rest of your life. You know, it's like I, I was memorizing the calories of different foods. And even now, sometimes I'll like think about it as I'm making something when really caloric density to to me isn't really the important thing of food it's nutrient density that matters um so for example i eat like a crap ton of peanut butter um and peanut butter is incredibly nutrient dense for someone who's vegan like me who it's like protein it's healthy fats like so it's calorically dense yes but it's also nutrient dense um which is ultimately what matters so when i was tracking my calories i was just like you know tracking what i was eating i was I wasn't eating a a lot of just like crap. Oftentimes, if I didn't hit my calorie goal for that day, I was like eating a whole tub of Ben and Jerry's. I remember the first day she told me to track my calories. We went to the store. I bought like some really highly processed granola bar that was like 300 calories. I ate that and then I was eating um, like I ate like a whole tub of Ben and Jerry's, like vegan Ben and Jerry's that night. Um, But I was still eating like low low calorie like meal foods and high calorie snack foods which only worked for a little bit but your body's like whoa what are you doing a lot of the time because you're eating like snack snack size calorie portions for your meals and then eating like crappy meal size portions for your snacks and it's just you're yeah throwing my body off so when I was um sort of being more restrictive I still had the energy boosts that you get from being a vegan, despite the fact that I wasn't consuming enough calories, and I don't know if it's because um, my body was getting more nutrients because I was eating more plant foods. I really, I really couldn't put my finger on because a lot of the times when you're not consuming enough calories, you're then in turn sleepy because your body just doesn't have enough to run on. But I had that energy boost, but my head was always super foggy. I couldn't focus. Like I was always focused on something that wasn't what I needed to be focused on. I was, yeah, I. I had the energy boost, but my head was just not there. Um, And then when I started tracking my calories at first, it was just like eating really weird portions at really weird times. um, And sometimes just eating like crap food so I could get in those calories. I, I had a lot of energy at that point because I was like eating enough calories. Like I went from being energetic just because I had switched the way of eating to being cleaner to being energetic because it was cleaner than what I was eating before I was vegan and eating enough calories so my body was like like just super fueled right so um that was the first little bit that I was tracking my calories I was doing that weird like portion thing and then it got to a point where I was eating things that made a lot more sense to be eating or that were more nutrient dense so I went uh, more to things like oatmeal for breakfast in the morning like a big bowl of oats, uh, a vegan yogurt uh, for snack before lunch. For lunch, I would have like a really big nutrient-dense salad with a bunch of nuts and seeds and like a fatty dressing. Um, And then like a bigger snack in the afternoon, something maybe like, like apples and peanut butter. But like, I don't do like the one apple and like a teaspoon of peanut butter. No, no, no. Even now. It's like an apple and like half a cup of peanut butter. You need enough peanut butter for that whole apple. Um, but I do something like that. And then for dinner, um, you know, just what my, whatever my family was eating, but in quantities that felt good to me. And then um, something like, I think 
I went through this like big phase where I just ate a bagel with peanut butter and jelly bagel um, after dinner as like a dessert. So that was sort of what I had switched to, which is a lot more nutrient dense, really high in calories. Um, and again, I was like bursting with energy, wanted to go do so many things because I was now I was consuming enough calories. My diet was incredibly nutrient dense um, and I was just really feeling good. So I gained quite a lot of weight, um, I would say, like beginning of my freshman year to the end of my freshman year, just because I was intentionally eating more calories to gain weight. And um, I kind of I had this big desire to gain more muscle, too, because I was just a little sick um, and I definitely like after doing some research you know I learned that you have to fuel your muscles to build your muscles you can't just like lift weights and expect your muscles to be like bigger immediately like you have to fuel it and you have to recover and blah 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 so I was you know I was gaining muscle at the same time I was gaining like the necessary fat that my body literally needs to survive so freshman year to sophomore year summer I at that point I was done tracking my calories I was pretty much eating intuitively um but it was just hard because when you I had my freshman year of cross country where I was super skinny I was running super fast just because I didn't have a lot of weight to carry and I had been training super hard and that energy boost was like my body just needed it and it was going and then I went to sophomore year where I sophomore year summer was pretty difficult for me just uh overall I had just a few life things happening um, so I wasn't able to train as much as I did my freshman year. The energy wasn't there just because, like, it wasn't that the energy wasn't there. It was just that the energy didn't feel as, like, it was just my normal everyday energy, you know? Of course, it was more than before I went vegan, but it was just, like, what I had, what I was used to. It was just, like, my normal energetic self. Um, and then I had gained weight intentionally, of course, um, but it just made running harder because it just, it in turn feels harder. So it, it's just... It was interesting just the way all of that worked out. It was super, um, def definitely life-changing, uh, which seems, maybe seems sort of silly to say, but it was ultimately. It changed the way I viewed food and the way I viewed fueling my body and the way I viewed myself um, and the activities I do. So yeah, that was because freshman year I was able to be really competitive in cross country and then sophomore year I had to like let my ego go and be like, girl, you're running and that's what matters. You're running, you're being healthy, you're moving your body, you're eating enough, you're at a healthy weight, that's what matters. So um, at that point in sophomore year, I was eating pretty intuitively for the most part. Of course, I wasn't tracking my calories, but I feel like I was I was overeating and not to a point that was like super healthy. I wasn't binging or anything, um, but I was just like, I was still trying to, you know, I, I was just, I don't know if trying is the right word. I guess I was um, just eating more than I think my body really needed at the time. And again, it wasn't it wasn't unhealthy food, but it wasn't like specifically nutrient dense foods. And again, okay, I just want to sort of preface this. I don't think I said this, um, but I don't enjoy labeling foods as good and bad because everything is okay in moderation. Everything. And that's coming from a vegan who thinks that even if you want to eat dairy products, egg products, meat products, anything you want, everything is okay in moderation. Really, it is. If you are okay with that. Um, so, I just as my sophomore year, I was eating things that were like okay for me. Um, 
but I was also, I kind of still had a good food, bad food mentality, and I was, like, overeating some things, and I guess me now would reflect on the way I was eating sophomore year and be like, well, a lot of the foods you were eating weren't super nutrient-dense, they were just kind of, like, foods, highly processed vegan foods, which are okay sometimes, really, but, um, the way I eat now is much different from the way I was eating sophomore year, so sophomore year did that, you know, it was, it was okay, like, I was, I still had all the energy, still loved being vegan, um, obviously I still love being vegan, um, but the way I eat now is very different, um, so the way I eat now is really focused on nutrient density, um, a lot of the times, like I said, I catch myself thinking about calories just because tracking my calories when I was a freshman really sort of uh, more, like, morphed the way I view food. I was, it just, I memorized the calories of all these foods, and it became, like, a thing that calorie counting was super important to my life, but it's not, like, it's just not important in my life now. I can eat intuitively and eat what I want, and I want to talk about intuitive eating here in just a little bit. So, I was, again, I just got sidetracked. Anyways, so now I'm focused on nutrient and calorie, uh, not caloric density, but nutrient density, and I'm taking supplements. I didn't mention that, but after I went to the doctors my uh, before my freshman year, I found out I was deficient in B12 and iron, and now I take those. Ladies, I think you should be taking an iron supplement no matter what, because menstruation gets rid of a lot of iron. Your body needs that. So, anyways, that's uh, how it was. Oh, also, I want to uh, just, this is me defending vegans here. Um, but I do want to say that a lot of people can be deficient in B12. It's not just vegans. Of course, vegans are more deficient in B12 because they're not consuming animal products, but anybody can be deficient in B12, and most people are, so saying that. So now I focus on eating nutrient-dense foods and supplementing for, uh, vitamins and minerals. Maybe I couldn't get. So now I eat, let's see, let's just talk about what I yeah, we'll just talk about what I eat. So, oftentimes, I eat oats in the morning, almost always with a banana. Um, sometimes that includes, like, chia seeds. Sometimes I put granola in there. Sometimes I throw a protein powder in. It really just depends. I spice it up, but it's pretty much always oats. Like, almost always. So, it's oats. Um, and then, for lunch, I tend to eat a higher-fat vegan diet. Not on purpose. It's just what I prefer. So I'll eat, like, some really seedy, um, nutty crackers with, like, hummus, avocado. Sometimes I'll make, like, a vegan butter spread. Sometimes I'll just do straight vegan butter, which sounds super gross, but it's delicious, I promise. Um, and, like, a salad with olive oil and salt and pepper. Or sometimes I'll just do a salad, um, with, like, a fatty base dressing. Sometimes I'll eat, like, half an avocado and, like, a piece of fruit and a trail mix. Like, it really, it... it a variety. Vegan diets have a lot of variety. It's not just uh, broccoli and tofu, although I did just eat broccoli and tofu for dinner on a tortilla. It was delicious. Um, and then for dinner, I'll have, it depends, sometimes it's a salad. Uh, I work at a pizza place. Uh, we get free pizza, so sometimes it's like vegan pizza. Um, sometimes it's like a soup. It really just depends on what is happening. Sometimes it's like a super highly processed vegan meat. Uh, patty and on like bread with some greens like it really it really depends and again I don't like labeling foods as good or bad I tend to not eat a lot of sugar just because I know my body feels like crap when I eat a lot of sugar but I don't 
necessarily want to call sugar bad because if to me when you choose to label a food as good and a food is bad you don't eat the bad foods right so you're eating good foods and you see a cookie and you think I want half of that cookie but you don't eat half of that cookie because you think it's bad so you don't eat the half of that cookie but you resist for so long that then the next opportunity or the next Let's say you don't eat a cookie three different times when you're offered one, but then that next time you're offered that cookie, you've been labeling it as bad and you've been fighting that temptation for so long that you eat four cookies instead of just the half of the cookie you would have originally eaten had you not fought that temptation. I hope that makes sense. And um, I mean, I can see sort of in my own life why I would, like, why, how that would have affected me and how that applies to me. And I think it's important to kind of reflect on how that affects you as well. Um, of course, don't just be eating jelly beans all day if that's what you're, like, if you're craving jelly beans, you can't just eat jelly beans all day, but don't restrict yourself from eating that jelly bean when you could eat half a cup of jelly beans now and you would be satiated and you would be okay with that half a cup of jelly beans in that moment rather than fighting that temptation for so long and you end up eating all the bag, if that makes sense. I hope that that... I hope that that makes some sort of sense. Um, and in a way, that's why I choose not to do things. Or that's why I allow myself to change my mind when it comes to veganism. If I wanted to eat animal products again, I would allow myself to. Um, I haven't craved animal pro- animal products. I know that a lot of vegans say that they like fight the temptation of, vegan f- of non-vegan foods when they're still vegan. But to me, I've never craved anything. Um, and I think oftentimes it's because there is... A vegan version of that thing sometimes it's highly processed and not super nutrient dense but if I'm craving it you know like it's there and a lot of the time I think that vegan alternatives taste better than uh, non-vegan ones of course it's been three years since I've had an animal product so I guess I don't know what I'm talking about these days when I talk about the way animal products taste because it's been so long but um yeah that's sort of how I view it uh and that kind of trickles into the idea of intuitive eating and like listening to what your body wants so um like calorically your body will tell you your body's natural hunger cues will tell you how much density you need of food so if you wake up in the morning and you're not super hungry and you're not a breakfast person sweet amazing but if you wake up in the morning and you're starving like I am I consume a giant bowl of oats every day like stock full of peanut butter tons of oatmeal banana like whatever I am so hungry in the morning so I eat a lot in the morning but if you're not that way that's fine if you're hungrier at night and you feel like you need to eat the whole like don't eat past eight o'clock thing is a bunch of bs like eat what you want when you want um you don't need yeah trust me (laughs) it doesn't make a difference if you eat at nine it doesn't make a difference if you eat at six um the only difference that eating makes at least in my eyes and sort of for me personally is I don't sleep as well when I'm when I eat closer to when I go to bed I like to go to bed feeling full and satiated but I don't like to go to bed feeling stuffed which intuitive eating is really about not eating to where you feel so full that you're gonna throw up or so full that you feel stuffed and horrible but rather eating until you feel satiated until you feel good and choosing to eat the foods that make you feel satiated which sometimes come in nutrient-dense forms and sometimes not so much and it's a brownie rather than, you know, like a veggie burger. Like, choose to eat the foods that will make you feel your best and will make 
yeah, that, I think that that's really what intuitive eating is about. Eat the foods that make you feel the best. So, nutrient-wise, I think it's important to have balance, of course. Um, Eat a brownie, but, like, have a smoothie. Um, Or not even a smoothie. I hate the way um, smoothies have this, like, weird, oddly healthy connotation to them, as, like, a lot of superfoods do. Um, That's another thing. Superfoods... Like, I love chia seeds, flax seeds, acai, um, you know, all those things that claim to be superfoods. I love them as much as the next person. I think they're delicious. I think they're nutrient-dense. But there is no miracle food. You're, there, is, there isn't a miracle food. And I'm sorry if that's disappointing. Also, detoxing. Yeah, um, there's really no need to detox your body. Uh, if you're sweating, peeing, and pooping, uh, yeah, you're, you're detoxing. So you're good there. Um like those apple cider vinegar cayenne drinks people oftentimes like force themselves to drink those because they think it's gonna like do some miracle work to their body um and newsflash they don't i personally love apple cider vinegar cayenne drinks i think they're delightful so i consume them because i actually like them but if you don't like them don't force yourself to drink them just because you think it's some magical detox um gwyneth paltrow can't stand her goop can't do it uh all the pseudoscience really ticks me off kids <laughs> maybe i'll do a whole episode on how much i hate goop just review some goop products uh sorry if i offended any gwyneth paltrow fans honestly i love her as a human but i can't do goop goop is can't get on the goop train um goop train that's cool again me getting sidetracked and just speed talking oh there's so much to talk about here so i think like i in conclusion to like just all of this mumbo jumbo that I just told you. Um, I'm vegan because personally it aligns with me most, but I don't think that vegan veganism is not the only way. There's other ways to eat for other people to feel good. Um, I hope that sort of my way of talking about my health maybe helps you to reflect on yours and see um, how you've improved or how you haven't improved or whatever. Um, and then also just like eat what you want when you want uh just make sure it's balanced um you don't have to detox your body you don't have to you know drink smoothies for every meal because that's not healthy um do a do what you want when it comes to food for the most part as long as it's balanced and as long as you genuinely feel good like you could eat a whole bag of jelly beans and say I feel great I feel fine but like do you really do you really are you gonna wake up that next day and feel good and it's like a physical thing I don't want you to I don't want it to be in your head like oh shit I ate that whole bag of jelly beans I feel super bad about myself now I don't want it to be a mental thing I want it to be a physical thing how does your body really feel eating the foods that you're eating you know so that was what this episode is and I Again, I do want to talk about health more because it is something I'm incredibly passionate about. Um, I want to talk more about different diets. Um, You know, get someone else on here and discuss veganism and all that good stuff. But I hope you enjoyed this episode of me just being hyper-rambling about something I'm passionate about because that's what this podcast is. Um, Yes, thank you for listening. So, so much love out to you and the world, and I hope that you eat well today.